Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. Today's program is brought to you in part by the financial support of our listeners. And you can become one of our ongoing Patreon supporters for as little as $2 per month. And I want to thank Tammy. Tammy uh, becoming a Patreon supporter at the Shamus level of $4 or more per month. As well as Ben, also at the Shamus level of $4 per month. Thank you so much for your support. You can also send along one-time donations, support.greatdetectives.net. Use the Zelle app and send a box13 at greatdetectives.net. Or by mail to Adam Graham, P.O. Box 15913-15913, Boise, Idaho, 83715. Alright, well, we're going to go ahead and shift to the later run of Treasury Agent. Treasury Agent returned in October of 1954 and stayed on the air till November of 1957. However, we have just as many episodes as we do from the six-month ABC run. So, just two. And the series starred Larry Haynes. And if you've been a long-time listener to Larry Haynes, you've heard him starring quite a few series, uh, even though not for a long time in most of them. He starred in Easy Money. He was also one of the two actors heard on That Hammer Guy. Probably the thing we have the most episodes of Larry Haynes in was Manhunt, uh, which was a 15-minute uh, episodes. Most of those I played opposite uh, Johnny Dollar serial part fives. And he also uh, played the police foil for uh, Mr. Malone in the summer replacement series from 1951 of The Amazing Mr. Malone. And then anything that came out of New York, uh, he, uh, you know, had a lot of roles as crooks and uh, various policemen. So we've heard a lot of his work. So let's go ahead and take a listen to him as the star of Treasury Agent in the episode entitled Know Your Money. The law enforcement agencies of the United States Treasury constitute the largest group of its kind in the world. Sixty-four percent of all criminals in federal penitentiaries were apprehended by the 3,000 special agents of the United States Treasury. Based on actual cases investigated and closed by the United States Treasury Department, the mutual broadcasting system in cooperation with Winston, the easy-drawing filter cigarettes that taste good like a cigarette should and ends the tablet that keeps you free of offending odors from head to foot around the clock presents Treasury Agent. The United States Treasury Enforcement Agency. Secret Service. Protects our president. Protects our money and securities from counterfeiting. Intelligence Division. Jurisdiction over tax frauds and evasion. Bureau of Customs. Bureau of Narcotics, Alcohol and Tobacco Tax Division, Coast Guard, Crimes Committed on the High Seas, United States Treasury, largest group of law enforcement agencies 
in the world. Each week at this same time, Mutual proudly transcribes Treasury Agents, based on the activities of Treasury Agents operating here and all over the world. When the facts are all in, it's really very simple. For good mystery, stay tuned to Mutual. Throughout the week, you'll find top-drawer mystery drama of the kind and type you like best. If you prefer stories involving a favorite sleuth built around his continuing exploits in the field of crime detection, you can hear Broadway Cop, featuring Lou Riley, who's an unofficial aide to the regular police force. Or there's John Steele, adventurer, as a globe-circling wayfarer, Lieutenant Dan Fritz, unofficial detective, and David Harding as an ace government counter-spy. For authentic and factual drama, you can listen to top-secret files revealing intrigue on the highest levels, while squad room and crime fighters each turns the spotlight on the machinery of law at work. And for mystery that's definitely different, Sentence brings you the story of how modern electronic brains are used in the battle against crime. Those are the facts. For mystery, make it mutual. Hear them all every week over most of these stations. Now, Treasury Agent, and Treasury Agent, Joe Lincoln. I often wonder if the real menace of counterfeiting money is fully understood. We have faith in our money because it's always accepted at face value. But if enough of it is counterfeit, our entire system of currency could be undermined. Therefore, Treasury Agents move quickly, even on cases involving relatively small amounts of counterfeit. Let me take you first to a shabby bar room on Chicago's south side. Yeah. Look at this. Yeah? $20 bill. No kidding, Murphy. Put it in the cash register. It's phony. It's a counterfeit. Oh, why don't you give yourself up? You've got the whole wall of my office covered with treasury bulletins about counterfeit dough. And no bill you ever found yet ever turned out to be a phony. Get back behind the bar. But it's important, Mr. Schmidt. I tell you, it's important. I studied it up in a treasury pamphlet called Know Your Money, and it's important. Murphy, I'm not calling the cops for you again. Now, get back there behind the bar, Murphy. I'll stick my finger in your eye. Go on. Okay, but someday you're going to be sorry, boss. Hey, Matt. Yes? Give me a blend in plain water. All right, coming right up. Here you are. That'll be a quarter. Hey, look, Mac, I haven't got a nickel and change. Can you break this? Twenty. Can you break it? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll have to ask the boss if he's got change. Just a second. Boss. Hey, boss. Yeah. Well, here's another one, boss. Another 20. And it don't look right to me. Murphy, what did I tell you? Mr. Schmidt, look at them bulletins. Then look at this bill. It's from the same guy that gave me the first one. The guy unloads two here in half an hour. Murphy, I said for you to stay behind the bar or I'll stick my finger in your eye. Please, let me phone the cops, boss. Quick, while the guy is still here. Ah, if you didn't make such good drinks, I'd fire you, Murphy. All right, go ahead, call. To Special Agent Joe Lincoln, United States Treasury, Washington. T.T. forwarded from Agent Spencer, District Office, Chicago. Two counterfeit $20 bills located in Southside Tavern. May be part of large counterfeit passing operation. 
Request your assistance in pursuing investigation further. I'll hear the bills, Lincoln. Mm -hmm. Take a look, Al. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew Jackson is a little cross-eyed. What? You see, Spencer? These bills were made by Lustig. Count Victor Lustig? Mm -hmm. We put him in jail years ago. Yes, Al, and destroyed the place, but every once in a while, bills made from them show up. They catch the passage. Well, he got jumpy when the bartender went to the back of the place, but we've got a description of him. Uh, Spencer, you reported he came back to that same bar twice inside of half an hour. Odd, isn't it? We figure he must have been working the bars regularly and forgot he'd been in that one before. Let's talk to that bartender. Sure, I was leery of him, and Mr. Schmidt wouldn't believe me, but I was right. I was right, wasn't I? Yes, yes, you certainly were, Murphy. Ever see that man before? No, but I got a pal across the street. He works for O'Toole's Fish House. They got a bar there, too. He says this guy's been in there. Since the day he was in here? Only yesterday, he said. I warned him before, but uh, he was like Mr. Schmidt. He didn't believe me, but I was right, wasn't I? Hmm? Yes, yes, Murphy, you were right. We wish every citizen were as alert as you are. Uh, Mr. Lincoln, would you mind repeating that statement to Mr. Schmidt? I'll do better than that, Murphy. I'll write Mr. Schmidt a letter. <laughs> That'll be swell, thanks. I'll have it framed. O'Toole's Fish House, huh? Maybe we ought to take a look at O'Toole's Fish House, Joe. <laughs> Al, you're always hungry. Oh, not always. Only three times a day. Yeah, and each time six hours long. Okay, let's start with O'Toole's. And if our boy's not at O'Toole's, you'll eat anything they have in a few other places. <laughs> Joe, Joe, this is the fourth place we've been in. I've eaten fish in O'Toole, gung, gung, fugung, and chin lows, apple pie and coffee at Gurgio's Southside Garden, family cuisine especially. I can't eat anymore, not for an hour anyway. I'll hold it up. That's it. Yes? Brown top coat, scraggly brown mustache, a drooping left eye. Take a look at that boy who just came in. At the bar? Mm-hmm. I'm paying for a drink with a 20. Take him in for questioning, Joe? Yeah. You on his right, Spencer, me and his left. Al behind him. Let's go. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten twenty dollar bills in his wallet. All counterfeit, Joe. Plus three is spent, Hanson. You have any more? No. Where'd you get these? From a guy. You know, Hanson, there's something beautiful about truth. Ever notice it? How'd I know they were phony? I'm just as sore as you are. You look furious. You remember the man who gave you at least $250 in counterfeit 20s? No, I don't. Well, the people give you a roll of 20s so often you forget their faces? I mean, I remember his face all right, but I didn't know him. A perfect stranger came up to you and said, Luke, old man, here's a present, and walked away. Try again, Luke. I didn't know the guy. He was a bookie. He paid me off. A bookie where? In, in Toledo. I come from Toledo, and he was a bookie I met. I met him, and I put down some dough, and he paid off. What horse? Mister, how do I know? Horse players never forget a horse that paid off. What horse? What race? What track? Some guy said, put down some dough on this horse, so I did. It won, and this bookie paid me off. It was in Toledo. Hanson, you must be very angry at that bookie. I am. 
I earned 300 bucks, and now I got nothing. <laughs> How do you like that guy, huh? Where in Toledo did you meet him? In the hotel lobby there. At the cigar stand. What hotel? And let's see now. The Ohio one? The Statler? The Palace? The Palace, yeah, that's it. The Palace Hotel in Toledo. Yeah. Hanson, there is no Palace Hotel in Toledo. Truth is beautiful, Hanson, and it's beautifully true that there is no Palace Hotel in Toledo. Now, where'd you get this money? Well, I... Trust in Milwaukee. There's no Palace Hotel in Milwaukee either. I had a business there. A little store. You know, magazines, novelties, notions, candy, they... I had a little business there, and I sold it. For how much? 850 bucks. Cash! And the guy went to the bank and got these 20s and paid me. And I came here to Chicago and put 500 in the bank and started spending the rest. Until I tie down what I'm going to do next. You know, we can check all this, Hanson. Can't you leave me alone? Well, we're going to. In a cell till we check you. Look, I don't feel so good. Can't you be a nice guy? <laughs> nope. Does that answer your question? Luke Hansen, alias Gibney, alias Ross, alias Jones, alias Simpson. And here's his picture, Joe. Mm. From Washington? Yeah, formerly operated with Count Victor Lustig. Convicted once for passing counterfeits, served a year and a half, released six months ago. Mm-hmm. Now, listen to this from the chief's letter. Uh, we've compared the bills you sent from Chicago with bills made from Lustig's counterfeit plates, and it's clear both sets were made from the same plate. Regards and so forth. This means there's more of that old Lustig money around than we thought. Mm-hmm. Now some of his old cronies are busy getting rid of it. Al, it looks as if I'm going into the market for that counterfeit. I'll go undercover and pass the word around that uh, Joe Morgan is looking for a buy. We shall resume, Treasury Agent, in just a moment. Have you tried the new filter cigarette with flavor? It's Winston, the king-size filter cigarette that brings flavor back to filter smoking. Full, rich tobacco flavor. Yes, Winston tastes good. Like a cigarette should. This popular new filter smoke not only gives you finer flavor, but a finer filter, too. You'll really appreciate the Winston filter. It's unique. It's different. It works so effectively, yet doesn't thin the taste. And Winston's are king size, too, for extra filtering action. There's no effort to puff when you smoke Winston. They're easy drawing and smooth smoking. Try a pack of Winston's. They taste good, like a cigarette should. Finer filter, finer flavor, and king size, too. All yours in Winston. The easy-drawing filter cigarette that brings flavor back to filter smoking. Try Winston. And now we resume Treasury Agent. Say, uh, yeah, you, uh, Joe Morgan? Yeah. Have a drink? You buy him? Yeah. Why? Oh, come on, be sociable. Say, but... Murphy, Tim Bowman? I'm a sociable guy. 
Guy gets lonely if he isn't sociable. Uh, what you, you say your name was? I did. You did. Oh, yeah. Joe Morgan. My name's Mort Barker. How are you, Mort? How are you? Yeah, when a guy gets lonely, usually he has a reason. Like, uh, not having any dough. Oh. Who hasn't got any dough? I know lots of guys without dough. But I, I do know one guy with dough. Oh. You know, I always like to meet a guy with dough. Well, he's a very sociable guy. And this particular guy, he likes to meet other guys with dough. Yeah. Uh, let me buy you a drink next, huh? You got dough? I want more. Maybe I am. Maybe I ought to bring you and this other guy together. Two sociable guys with dough. Then I could say to you, uh, I want to cut a little squeeze, a little sort of something to make up for my trouble. I could say that, couldn't I, without anybody getting sore? Well, why should I get sore, Mort? Your sociable friend is the one to pay you. All I want is that you know I'm the guy that brings you two sociable fellas together. I want to see if that No deal without? Uh-uh. No deal without. You living in a hotel or where? The Redstone, Randolph Street. I'll have to go to Milwaukee for the sample, but I'll call you as soon as I get back. Okay, now let's just be social. There she is, Joe. Pretty, ain't it? <laughs> well, the $100 bill is always pretty. You interested? Oh, what good is one to me? I need more. My sociable friend's got 133 more bills like this. Uh, all hundreds, Morty? Nothing smaller? No, not anymore. Mm. 133 $100 bills comes to, uh, $13,300. How much you want? My sociable friend says five grand. Here's your sample, Mort. So long. Oh, now look, Joe. See, no, it's hard to get rid of again. But three grand is plenty. Joe, give us a break. Make it four grand. What, what are you doing? Writing down the serial number of your sample bill. What's a gag? Well, the rest of the bills have following serial numbers, don't they? I want to make sure I get the right batch. Now what happens? I got to go back to Milwaukee, see my sociable friend, and uh, close the deal. And what? I could save you all this traveling. Yeah? Yeah, I could meet you in Milwaukee. Say, uh, the Green Hotel. There. Yeah. yeah, that'll be swell. All right, I'll meet you there in, uh... Today's same will close up. Oh, and Mort. Yes. Uh, this works out. I can use the same amount from you every month. I'll find out, Joe. So long. Right. Well, I got it all through the connecting door, Joe. Good. Now, this afternoon, we'll fix 4,000 of Mark Bills. And then tonight, Milwaukee and the Green Hotel. <laughs> Here you are, Joe. Thanks. Hello? Lincoln, Spencer. Oh, how you doing, Spencer? I've been on Barker's tail ever since he got off the train. Mm -hmm. He finally met a man an hour or so ago at a house on Fielding Avenue. Then they came out and uh, got into this other man's car and drove to a bar. That's where I am now. They're sitting in a corner arguing. That doesn't sound good, does it? I can't hear what they're saying. Can't get close enough. Mm -hmm. Where's the bar, Spencer? Around the corner from your hotel. Washington Street. All right, meet us outside there in about a minute. Hello, 
Lucas? Oh, that's it. They still in there? And still arguing. Now, we've got to find out if what they're selling me is the last of the Lustig money. Now, Spencer, which is the other man's car? That black coupe standing by itself. All right. I'll try the rear baggage compartment now. Right. It's locked. Try our master key. Had it already. What's the deal, Lincoln? I'll have to take a ride in the baggage compartment. Hey, that's dangerous. That other fellow looks tough. Well, I told Mort Barker I wanted more counterfeit money every month just to draw them out, you know. Now, this is the only chance we've got now, finding out if they've got the last of the elastic money or if there's more. How you doing now? Here she comes. Ah, good. Nice roomy one. I better get in, Joe. How is it, Al? <laughs> oh, boy. <coughs> Smells of gas and oil in here. Otherwise? Only a thin sheet of metal between me and the inside of the car. I'll be able to hear just have to take a chance he doesn't lock the compartment later. Right. We'll tell you in Spencer's car. Close the top, right? Good luck, Al. <laughs> Thanks. Get in the car, Morse. We'll go back to my joint. I got some beer in the refrigerator. Swell. dying on me. I hope it's dark. Look, Ed, Joe Morgan wants the stuff delivered to him personally. Now, that ain't much to ask. But he won't pay any more than four grand. Well, four grand is good. I pretty near lost the whole deal. He wants lots more of our dough. This is all we got, Mort. It's the last of Victor Lustig's dough. <coughs> what do we do then? I call him at the Green Hotel. We go there and deliver. Uh, tomorrow night, huh? Yeah. Well, let's go home and have a few beers. <laughs> Good idea. Okay, Mort. Out. Yep. Hey, you, you left the engine running, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta recharge the battery. <laughs> Oh, you better lock the garage door. Somebody will steal this crater. Yeah. Just a second. Hey, the baggage compartment ain't locked. No. Hey, that's funny. So lock it. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Let's go. shall resume, Treasury Agent, in just a moment. Stop fooling yourself about externally used deodorants if you think they stop the cause of offending odors. It's a well-known fact that all the deodorant creams, sprays, soaps, and mouthwashes in the world won't give you internal protection against mouth, breath, and body odors where they start. You need ENDS tablets to do that for you. ENDS containing wonder-working Daritol, the miracle chlorophyll derivative that helps blot up odors internally before they get to the surface. So stop taking chances. Put an end to unsocial odors. Try safe, pleasant-tasting ENDS tablets for that priceless feeling of inside-out freshness from head to foot around the clock. That's ENDS, E-N-N-D-S. ENDS tablets. 
trial size box, only 49 cents at all drug counters. Larger sizes, even more economical. And now we resume, Treasury Agent. Joe, how long did you want to wait here? Oh, we've got to give our time to come out of the garage. Hey, wait a minute. Maybe he can't. We better look, haven't we? The only light I see in the house is in back. The kitchen, I guess it is. But let's go. I'll we'll bring that jacket, okay? Hold it. The engine's still running in there. Yeah. Easy, Lincoln. They'll hear us. The house in there. Must have been locked in. Come well, on, let's have that jack handle. Yep. All right, push the door, Spencer. Right. Easy now. Easy. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, smell that exhaust. Right, let's get that oh. compartment open. Jack handle again. Yep. <laughs> okay, I'll put away the gun. Oh, Joe. Joe, it is the last of the Victor Lustig counterfeit. Uh, I'm pretty near the last to me. Yeah, I know. Spencer, you fix up the car in the garage so they won't know anything happened. Then come to the hotel. Hal needs a doctor. Yeah. Ward Barker. 9.30 tonight, okay? It's your room, hotel? Yeah, 9.30's fine. Uh, room 601. I'll see you then. Al, 9.30 tonight. You okay? Oh, good enough. Good. Uh, Spencer, you and Al stay in the room across the hall. After we make the deal and transfer the money, I'll maneuver Mort Barker and the other man out into the corridor. Now, I'll light a cigarette, and then I'll drop my room key. That's the signal. Now, don't forget. Then both of you pop out, and we grab them with the marked money on them. Okay, Mort. Counts out okay. 13,300. Yeah. And Ed? Yeah, Mort. His four grand checks out okay, too. Swell. Let's go. Uh, Ed, I, I kind of like my friend Mort Barker here. I'd like to be sure he gets his cut. What do you tell? I'd just soon have it now as later, Ed. Uh, okay. How much is 12% of four grand? Uh, $480. All right. Uh, Twenty. Forty, sixty. Here you are, Mort. Four eighty. Thanks. Hello, Joe. So long. Uh, Mort, you always said Ed was a sociable guy. How about the three of us having a sociable drink downstairs, huh? Hey, let's do that, Ed. I don't mind if I do. Yeah, but Mort, <laughs> don't you let me get a snootful like last night, huh? Last night? I got a snootful, that's all. Oh. But we don't have to be that sociable. <laughs> oh, uh, just a second, there. Luck might go Yeah. Um, cigarette, Mort? Yeah, thanks. Bed? No, no. I want a drink. A light, Mort? Ooh. Come on, come on, will you? Well, I've got to light my cigarette. Can't do it walking, you know. Oh, here, drop my key. Yeah, I'll get it. There it is. Oh, thanks. I'll just let me get the cigarette lit. Oh, because <laughs> my key again. <laughs> Are you nervous, Joe? Oh, me? Hey, you got a match, Mort? You guys take a week to light up, bud. All right, take it easy, Ed. We're in no hurry. I don't like to hang around places. Not now. Come on, let's go. Joe. What are you stalling for? 
Well, he lights a cigarette. Stalin says some of the buddies of yours can hijack us. What? Not a chance, Joe, you... Uh, Ed, you got this all wrong. Slug him, you jerk. Let's beat it. Uh, okay, cut it out, you jerk. I told you, Mort. All right, both of your hands high. Joe, you all right? What is this, a hijack? United States Treasury. Treasury? Mort, you're lucky. All right, you... Spencer. In this coat pocket, the Mark money I paid him. Mark, why you... And a Mark Barker's wallet. $480, also Mark. It's confident I bought it. Joe, you double-crossing. I thought you were a sociable guy. Al, what delayed you boys in getting the signal? Oh, my fault. I suddenly got dizzy from those fumes again. Yeah, I know. It's rough work, Al. My jaw hurts a little, too. All right, come on, you two sociable characters. You're going where you can be sociable for a long time. We shall resume Treasury Agent with a special word from Joe Lincoln in just a moment. Now, here again is Special Agent Joe Lincoln. After that investigation, which almost cost the life of Special Agent Al Williams, we were able to report that the last of a once very dangerous store of counterfeit money had been found and would be destroyed. As you've seen, the case began with the help of an alert citizen. You can help, too, by reporting any suspicious-looking currency to your nearest police station or treasury office. Next week, another treasury agent case. Locale, New York, Saratoga Springs, Hollywood, and a certain patio near a fountain. Under investigation, the fraudulently small return to the government by an entertainment entrepreneur abetted by conjugal stratagems. Treasury agents originated by Phillips Lord was brought to you tonight on behalf of effective enforcement of our nation's laws by the mutual broadcasting system in cooperation with Winston, the easy-drawing filter cigarette real smokers will enjoy, and ends the tablet containing amazing Daritol that keeps you free of offending odors all over all day. Tonight's case was dramatized by Paul R. Milton with certain names, dates, and incidents changed in the public interest. Larry Haynes, is featured as Treasury Agent Joe Lincoln with Lawson Zerby as Williams. Others in our cast included Tom Holland, Bill Zuckert, Sandy Bickert, and Frank Barron. Carl Warren speaking and inviting you to listen to David Harding, counter-spy, at this same time on Friday night. Treasury Agent is a special transcription produced and directed by Leonard L. Bass. <laughs> This is KCRG Radio, Cedar Rapids. Welcome back. Well, a pretty good episode. Nice uh, bit of nuts and bolts procedural. Uh, and obviously they did have a message in here. Uh, you know, I, I think the title pretty much says it. And they even referenced a treasury pamphlet to help listeners around. I found the commercial at the beginning about all the other mystery shows on Mutual to be really fascinating, uh, just because, for the most part, uh, this is the only place I've heard of them. Now, there are a couple of exceptions. Uh, of course, I've heard of Counterspy, 
which I'd heard of being on ABC and NBC, but apparently was also on Mutual as well. Went over to Mutual for its final four years on the air from 1953 to 57. And I'd heard of John Steele Adventurer, but I'd never actually looked into it. I think I will take a listen to it. Sounds like it might be more of an adventure series, as told by the title, but sometimes, you know, a series might have adventure in the title, but might be a bit more detective. But uh, there are around 49 episodes of it out there, which was a lot more than I actually thought. The other series that were referenced, uh, I've not heard of, and there aren't any uh, copies in circulation. So, in a way, even though we only have two episodes for this entire four-year run of Treasury Agent, we're kind of lucky, I guess, to have anything at all. It does seem like in the mid to late 50s, Mutual really was trying to pick up the mantle of doing crime and mystery programs, because... You know, the the main networks, you know, CBS and NBC were very much moving away from those genres. So I would love to be able to hear uh, what Mutual came up with. And while neither this or Police Blotter is like the very top notch of detective programs, they're, uh, they've both been pretty well written and you know, well performed. So I would be curious to have more of them show up. All right, well, I do want to go ahead and thank our uh, Patreon supporter of the day. I want to thank Larry, Patreon supporter since September of 2016, currently supporting us at the Master Detective level of $15 or more per month. Thanks so much for your support, Larry. And join us back here on Monday for Box 13, and then uh, next Saturday we'll be back with another episode of Treasury Agent. In the meantime, send your comments to Box13 at GreatDetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives, and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash Radio Detectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.